Hi everyone, my name is Ruby and welcome back to The Wooden Spoon. We are so glad that you decided to come and listen to this episode and actually decided to tune in after last week. So we also want to say a massive thank you to you all because somehow within 24 hours of launching our podcast on Apple Podcasts, we managed to chart at number two overall in in Great Britain and number one in education, which is just unbelievable. Thank you so much for all of the incredible comments and reviews that you have left because they really mean a lot to us. So last weekend we went to VidCon and we actually recorded a live episode at VidCon. So I was convinced that I wasn't going to enjoy it anywhere near as much as I'd enjoyed recording the ones in the studio just because it is a much more pressurizing environment you know you're speaking to a live audience but I was shocked to find that I I enjoyed it so much more um even though we were nervous beforehand I think being in such a welcoming space everyone who came and saw it was just so lovely and you made it really lovely for us to record so thank you for that as well so today's episode is going to focus on something which I feel a lot of us have encountered in some form or another during our lives, which is perfectionism. We really wanted to draw a distinction before we start between perfectionism as it is understood in everyday language and in the media and clinical perfectionism, which is much more debilitating and it affects somebody's every day and it is more psychologically recognized in talking about clinical perfectionism at all during this episode we just want to point out that we're not professionals and that we are talking about this from quite a detached perspective in the sense that we we're not experts and we're not claiming to be experts so just please keep that in mind when listening additionally remember that just by hearing about something, so just because of something that we say in this episode, it wouldn't be enough for you to kind of label yourself as a clinical perfectionist necessarily. That's something that you should always talk about with a professional. Um, Just wanted to point that out and basically we just really hope that you enjoy listening to this episode and that you find it stimulating. So without further ado, here is episode two. Hello and welcome back to our podcast. So uh, we're all sitting here in the studio at the moment and we have basically got a whole bucket load of snacks on the table (laughs) and it is taking a lot of self-restraint not to reach forward and crunch on something as I'm talking, but I won't, I promise. (laughs) For Um, your benefit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not for mine, for yours. Um, Yeah, so in case you haven't heard our voices before, hi, I'm Ruby. Hello, I'm Jack. Hi, I'm Eve. Hi, I'm Jade. And today we are going to be talking to you a bit about perfectionism. So the increased pressure uh, from young people and and a rise in perfectionism amongst young people. Also, what it means to be perfect and ultimately whether we can ever find perfect, whether it's something we can reach. So um, I want to just start by posing a question of what, for you, does what what does perfection mean to you? And I know this is quite similar to what Jack was uh, talking about last week uh, in his question, but open it up. What what do you think when you think of perfection? <laughs> so there were lots of fingers all of a sudden pointing at me as if I should explain what this means. Um, you were I the think... chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> I am the chosen one for some reason. Um, I to me to me perfection is the best case scenario. It's getting everything right 
in the way that I would be happy with it. But I think I definitely used to have a different perception of that in that everything had to be, especially at school, there were, there were, top marks was perfect. Whereas now I think that I'm I'm not in that system anymore. Well, I'm, I'm at university, but it's there's no such thing as really 100% in like a, an English degree. Um, so I think that my perception of what perfect is is different and it's more about what I'm happy with as opposed to what someone else is happy with. I kind of exactly agree with that. I think for me, it's having things as I want it in my head as yeah. being right, if that makes any sense. So it's never what anyone else is thinking of things I'm doing. It's it's just how I would like something. Um, and I kind of have had quite perfectionistic tendencies in aspects of my life, especially at school with grades, as you say, and marks. It would be almost a comparison to last time, you know, yeah. like what did I get last time? And then perfect would either be the same or a little bit higher. Right. And something lower than that for me almost became not perfect. Yeah. So I suppose that's kind of how I would rationalize it. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think, um, just to give context, I graduated this year, so I've done my three hard long years at university. <laughs> and I would definitely say, I know this is maybe something we're talking about a bit later, so I will only just touch on this, but my tolerance for perfection has changed a lot and therefore I think my definition has changed as well yeah. and that's because I was definitely the same and like I was very susceptible to perfectionism maybe in the later years of high school in my first year at university perfection was kind of something that I saw as like the highest possible mark or the best that I could possibly do um, but then I always found that quite hard and I think this kind of leads into a different discussion but I think perfectionism can be quite hard because you have to realize where the balance lies and you know even if you're getting the perfect grade what are you sacrificing to get that but um, I'm sure we can talk about that a bit mm. later but yeah my definition has probably changed I think that's what's maybe the interesting takeaway here I think it's it is interesting the fact that the idea of being perfect is actually actually seems to be something which is quite transient something quite changeable something which which can yeah. change you know the very, the very notion of what perfect is it's not this this form of what is perfect and everyone's reaching after the same thing it's something which is yeah. so so relative mm. and i i do wonder as well like eve what you were saying about and and, and jack actually you know yeah. how how it, there has been that change and you've and you've mm. seen that you well you're, you're beginning to view what perfect is for you as something completely different so it's not it's not achieving the very, 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 very best, which can be impossible, you know, especially at mm. university. How would you compare that to when when you were younger? How would you compare that? I to I suppose so. When I was at secondary school, I always wanted to be to get to get the top mark or to be highest of the class or something like that. And that you know that's very particular to me. And that's not to say that everyone's notion of perfect is exactly that. Um, however, that was what it was like for me. And I think going to university where that was no longer really an option, especially because you go. At like a top university, you go from being a lot, everyone in there, without sounding awful about it, it goes from being sort of top of their class to being in the class, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I, I was no longer top of the class and I was no longer even in, in my opinion, the top 50%. Um, and I think I had to accept that because otherwise I would have had a breakdown and that wouldn't have been nice mm. for my first year. <laughs> um, so I think that I kind of, over time, just, it was like some, it was a form of acceptance and being like, yeah. actually, for me now, perf- th- that my, my notion of what perfect is isn't um, appropriate anymore. 
Um, and so I established a new one and that was personal happiness. And I honestly think that's, be- that's more productive to me. Yeah, I think, I think for me, when you think about high school, everything's pretty controlled. All, all the factors around you are controlled. The, the times you go to school, um, you know, whether your food is cooked for you at home, mm. you, you get driven, well, it, to and from certain things. And your grades are kind of the only thing that you do have flexibility under your your own responsibility for. I'm not putting this very well. Your grades at high school are kind of the only thing that you have responsibility for because everything else in your life is pretty much looked after. And I think because of that, when you're at high school, it's super easy and convenient to be a perfectionist. And you can be a great perfectionist because mm. you have all your time to spare to be super perfect at that one thing. I think the change for me when I went to university was that suddenly all the other factors in your life are under your responsibility. So, you know, paying for the bills in your house, um, going, getting your shopping, cooking for yourself, your own happiness, your mental health. All that fun adulting stuff. All that fun adulting stuff. Everything, all of that is another worry for you. And I almost think that the focus that, the focus of intensity I had on my studies at high school kind of couldn't be balanced anymore with everything else in my life that needed looking after. Yeah. That's so interesting. And yeah. I, I think because of that, when I was at university, it it's harder to be a perfectionist at university because you can't dedicate every ounce of your energy to being perfect at one thing because you have a responsibility for like a thousand things you didn't have the year before. And even worse and more dangerously, when yeah. you go in thinking, well, I can be perfect to every single one of these thousand things, which yeah. I have to do, yeah. uh, which is so easy when you're to, to think when you're when you are going from an environment where you can actually focus on. I mean, because it's not just it's not just grades. I don't think, but the tiny things, the other things that you do have control over, are manageable for you to still maintain perfection in. Yeah, I would yeah. say for me, perfectionism. So I'm actually currently on a gap year now. If you, if you guys listening don't know, but um, perfectionism for me was always to do with grades and school, and now I feel like it's evolved into putting things off because I want them to be perfect, and I feel like that can be quite crippling to me because. I will have, you know, an, an idea for a video, for example, because, you know, we all do YouTube and, you know, might, might have an idea for a video and I'll plan it out. I'll get it all ready. And then I just won't do it because exactly I'm like, oh, it's not the perfect yes. time. It's, you know, I, I want things to be perfect. I'm not, you know, it's not the perfect time of year. You know, I don't look the best today or all these. But it can be little things like that. It's yeah. like the lighting isn't quite as yes. good as it could be right now or Absolutely. you know or um there's a little bit of noise in the house right now so it now isn't the best time for me to film like i agree completely that's, yeah, that's such I, a good example it's so crippling because yeah. th- these are things that other people like they won't even mind you know they yeah. don't mind if the yeah. lighting's a little bit off but it really just stops me doing things and it inhibits these little aspects of my life just this kind of and i would definitely call it perfectionism yeah also you mentioned people wouldn't mind I think also people wouldn't notice. And it's the fact yeah. that we do notice and that's that shows just how internal it is. I think it's interesting what you're saying actually because before we even started recording this podcast today, um, I was worried kind of about this episode because I, would, I don't really class myself, at least anymore, as a perfectionist. Um, because I was only thinking about perfectionism in the sense of academia. Mm. And yet everything Jade has just said has totally <laughs> resonated with me. And 
I am a total perfectionist when it comes to YouTube and where my passions lie. And I think maybe what that is, is that you're a perfectionist in what you place the most value in. Mm. And maybe it's the pressure you have on yourself to succeed in wherever that value is, whether it's academia, whether it's a certain sport you do, whether it's whatever, because of that pressure, that then comes out as perfectionism. I also think it's validation because for example, if you were good at a sport and someone said, okay, hey, introduce yourself quickly and say say one thing about you. Like you might say, hey, I'm Jack and I I love basketball. Uh, I don't know why I chose that one as an example, but but then, or or, or running or, uh, you know, I, I do the 100 meter sprint. And so then you validate yourself by being perfect at that thing. Because if someone is, you know, that's your, what you've defined yourself as then. I am Jack and I am a hundred meter sprinter. So then if I feel like you validate yourself by saying, yeah, and I'm really good at it too, because I've worked really hard to make it perfect. And that, that's yeah. my perfect craft. Um, and like perfect. you said, I was thinking about it just in academic senses, but I think it definitely extends to sports and, and lots of other things. Um, I was actually, that leads quite well onto a quote, which I've got here from Herman Hess. He's... Oh. A wonderful writer. I'm not sure if anyone's read any of him. Jack, obviously, English student. Um, So this is from The Glass Bead Game. And he says, There is truth, my boy, but the doctrine you desire, absolute, perfect, dogma that alone provides wisdom, does not exist. Nor should you long for a perfect doctrine, my friend. Rather, you should long for the perfection of yourself. The deity is within you, not in the ideas and books. Truth is lived, not taught. And I really like that Yeah. in relation to what you were just talking about. I understood like 10% of that. Um, (laughs) I was going to say like, go ahead and expand. You go. Go explain it. Just in case anyone's (laughs) listening to this and they're like, I don't get it. I'm also, that's me. (laughs) Ruby, explain it to us all. (laughs) I think it's the idea that perfection does come from within, well, it, it comes from within you. And it's so dependent on what you are kind of, not capable of achieving that's the because achieving in itself I think is is quite inhibiting a word to use yeah um but I think it's more the idea that I'm not gonna be able to explain this at all very well now um (laughs) it's recognizing that you being the most perfect version of yourself when you're sprinting you know that 100 (laughs) meter sprint um and recognizing that as perfection is the is, is, is a much more healthy way of looking at it. Instead of in all aspects of life, you mean? Yes, and instead of yes. in comparison to other to other markets yeah. which, which we see. I guess that's an interesting point as well. Like, to what extent does perfectionism come from comparison to others as well? Mm. Because, yeah. I mean, this touches on a whole different topic and I'm not sure I want to open that can of worms now. <laughs> but I, I do think about the ways in which I've been a perfectionist in my life, whether that's been at university, whether it's now in terms of me trying to really focus on my YouTube and my filming and things like that. And I do feel like because perfectionism in itself is just a pressure. So just imagine it as kind of like a pressure that sits on you. It's willing you to do the very best you can, or it's telling you, you must achieve the best you can. That voice also comes from watching other people succeed in doing very well and wanting to be like them. And yeah. I can relate that in both an academic and in a social media way, kind of wanting to achieve that. I mean, one of the huge things, I mean, I love social media. I, I could <laughs> I could walk around with a, in, in a social media t-shirt on. I'm, I, I'm the queen of social media. <laughs> Full stop, that's the point I'm trying to get. But like social media is one of those, like perfectionism and 
like body confidence and things like that on social media and you know seeing these images of people online and seeing the the perfect images they portray that's another way that perfectionism kind of does seep into our lives you know i think it's really interesting you brought up social media because i think it is the reason that this new younger generation have more perfectionistic tendencies because the whole nature of social media is to share highlights right and if you're spending all your time scrolling through perfection everyone's highlights yeah everyone everyone's highlights which you know is the most perfect things they can share Mm. sometimes you know people even edit things of you know things of themselves then obviously you're going to project some of that onto how you view yourself Well, you're right there are so many examples of like popular influencers who Mm. have doctored photos in the sense that so you can have I remember one example that was covered by the media quite a lot was that this girl had posted a picture of the Taj Mahal and there were all these um, huge like these birds all flying in the background and she'd taken out part of the Taj Mahal to make the picture more aesthetically pleasing what? because it, was, it had <laughs> work being done to it or something people as well right there, yeah. were, there, there were tourists that were and they just took them too. all out and oh it happened in gosh. Barcelona as well they took out part wow. of this huge part of the land you know uh, part of the landscape that's and it's next like next level face tune it is and, uh, but that's the thing is when you're constantly seeing everyone's highlights everyone else's highlights become the norm and become your expectation of what your life should be and that's dangerous yeah. because then the idea of perfect becomes that something that actually is completely unattainable yeah. and doesn't even exist mm. for those people that you view as being perfect. I think also that because, I mean, the fact that they are highlights, but because you're yeah. seeing them every second of every day, it becomes something normalized. Like, oh yeah, every single second is meant to be perfect. Yeah. Every second has to live up to that. And so even when, I mean, I would say that something truly not perfect, but coming close to being one of you know your perfect moments is is an accumulation of things and it's something which has to be built up to it can't just be you know i've had a perfect year because (laughs) that that can't be perfect because it's all about comparison you can't have something good without something bad perfectionism is every i'm honestly having (laughs) i'm finding myself in this podcast room having a little existential crisis i'm like oh my god you are like i'm not a perfectionist but now you're like god God, perfectionism is everywhere and um yeah this is crazy i hope you're all learning something if you're listening because i was i had written myself off from being able to relate to this discussion and now i'm like oh my god this is me <laughs> every single thing someone says i'm like oh me <laughs> no, i would i would not edit the taj mahal just um just <laughs> yeah, that's not as i would not do that but uh... <laughs> one thing that i did want to actually mention as well is because we're talking about perfectionism, but there are two types of perfectionism which are recognized by psychologists. So you've got, um, you know, the type of perfectionism that we see and we talk about every day in in the media, amongst just kind of in this conversation now. But then there's also clinical perfectionism, which is more, um, that's what's covered more CBT. um, So it's, written about a lot about in psychology sorry that's the most vague thing ever that's <laughs> it's written about in psychology yeah. <laughs> great comment there Ruby well done um, so um well, clinical perfectionism is when perfectionism becomes uh it becomes something which inhibits inhibits your everyday life so mm. it's and actually Jade when you were talking about um when you were talking about YouTube videos and yeah. and feeling like you and actually all of us you know saying yeah. that you feel like you can't post something unless it's perfect, you don't want to film it and you want to film it at the right moment. Um, clinical perfectionism largely is is related to that. So it's quite interesting even that 
we can see little bits of that yeah. being being transfused in this discussion. I think it's so interesting though because before you mentioned this, I would have had no idea that perfectionism could have been a, a clinical. clinical thing. And I think that mm. um, it's talked a lot about with um, OCD, where yeah. I was um, just about to ask OCD that. is used that colloquially in the sense of like people use it as like, like so oh, oh, I'm so OCD. I'm being yeah. so OCD. Like it's not a it's not a verb or it's not a, you know you yeah. can't be OCD or, or you know or anything like that. You'll yeah. be it's not an adjective. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's what that's why I think it's the wrong thing. <laughs> we can just edit that out. <laughs> I like to listen to this. Um, um, but the point is, you know, OCD is not a, it's not a descriptive word, and I wonder whether we talk about perfectionism in the same way where we talk about it as if it's a descript a descriptive rather than like a clinical thing. Do you know, I think we start to romanticize the idea yeah. of it a bit. Yeah. And I think I mean, take job interviews, for example, yes. as we were discussing earlier, um like before we started this podcast. Um, you could be in a job interview and when they ask, what is your greatest weakness? You're almost told now to say perfectionism. My go-to you know? is always perfectionism because yeah. it's a it's a weakness, but, but which is oh, but which you know, you're actually perfect. portraying as a as a positive thing because you're yeah. like, I just want things to be too good. I'm I'm almost too good for you to employ. Like it's um, just ridiculous. So. I was actually reading an article by a lady called Amanda Ruggeri. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. But she was saying how the second that you use that as your um as your weakness, it's almost <laughs> yeah. like a coy compliment to yourself. So you're yeah. just going. Yes. Oh yeah, you know, I'm that, that it's it can be negative, but actually, you know, all positive. I here. mean the way I always justify is oh, I just work too hard on things and I, I burn myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, yeah. and it's, Do you really, Jack? <laughs> you know, and, and that's not really I think what perfectionism is as a as an actual concept. I think that's how we manipulate it to our advantage. But for some people it isn't an advantage at all. It's it's as you said, really inhibiting mm. and, and I think it's dangerous that we can make it out to be a super positive thing when sometimes it really isn't. Yeah, I think I think that's where you have to find the balance, I think, with perfection perfectionism. I forgot the word for a second. Like, <laughs> I think it's the whole what are we talking about? Yeah, so where am I right now? So I think that's I think that's where perfectionism can be quite daunting because you really have to find the balance. I mean anyone can say okay, I'm, I'm a perfectionist, but there are obviously kind of like advantages and disadvantages of that. So a clear advantage, in my opinion, of being a perfectionist is probably that you will achieve highly um, because you're pushing yourself to do the best that you possibly can. However, on the flip side of that, the amount of pressure you're putting on yourself can can lead you to expel many other things from your life. For example, if you were working very, very hard to get that one grade, just to use an example, then you're not spending any time with friends and you're not spending any time doing something that maybe you actually enjoy or find more happiness with. So I guess if I could like pose a question back to you guys, have you ever felt that perfectionism has caused you to be far too prioritized and focused on one thing? And how have you managed to then provide a balance in your life? I definitely agree that perfectionism is unsustainable in the sense that I mean, kind of counter to what you said, I sometimes find that I just can't do something because I can't get it perfectly. I was writing a panto at my university, which was meant to be fun. And because I couldn't, I was writing it scene by scene and because I couldn't get each scene perfect, what I considered to be perfect, I just stopped writing it. Please yeah. say it was Jack and Jill. <laughs> it, wasn't, it, was, it was actually Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I think in, in that way it did inhibit me, but I'd be interested to know if you guys have found that you were focused so on one thing that you couldn't focus on anything else. 
I was going to say even just starting my YouTube channel, mm. I put that off for so long just because I felt like it was never going to be perfect. And I just I just put it off for months. Yeah. Um, and I kept, you know, refilming that awkward first video, which was awkward, even Hi when guys. I put it up. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, Hi, guys, Hi, it's Jay. Like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's just, it's just that desire to have something perfect, even though you know that that's not even a physical thing that you yeah. can ever get. Like, there was never going to be this perfect my first video that I was going to film. And I think it's just... For me, I literally set myself a random date in the future and I said, you know what, on this day, I am starting a YouTube channel. I'm going to post this video because I'm going to get it as perfect as I can for this day. But that was that. It was never going Mm -hmm. to be perfect. It was just as perfect as I could get it Mm -hmm. and then just do it. I think deadlines actually can help in a lot of ways. I definitely struggled at university more in the early years of my university because in third year everyone's just working so it's kind of just like (laughs) more acceptable but in my first year I found it really hard because I was very perfectionist almost not with achieving highly I mean obviously (laughs) obviously I wanted to achieve highly but more perfectionist with completing deadlines and like getting work in because you're just set so much work when you first start university um And I found that really hard to balance with my social life. And it's like, I'm not sure if you've seen that like pie diagram on Twitter. That's like, you can Mm. only get three things, like a social life, sleep or high grades. And like, you can only choose two, you can't get all three. And like, that was definitely something I really struggled with. And I think the way that I cope with it, if I just give an example of a coping mechanism was just kind of like, like blocking out days in my weekly calendar to be like on a Wednesday I'm going to a sports social or like on a Friday I'm going to do this like give myself opportunities to get out and see people otherwise the sense of perfectionism or like the all-consuming just workload can just just consume you literally yeah I think maybe the worrying thing though about the idea of perfectionism is using it synonymously with success Mm. so if you if you consider perfect to be success Mm. i just re i really think that's a very unhelpful way of viewing it in in terms of because then Mm. that means anything that is not perfect is subpar and is a failure and that is i think is what is really worrying is is that you could see that as a as binaries so you either have perfect or fail i think what's interesting about the idea of perfect as well is that it almost kind of internalized in the word it's there's almost a sense of contentment there so you reach perfect and look at that you're done you know everything's finished you can be completely happy with the rest of your life and success is very very different from that because with success you want to be you want to be doing things you want to actually be engaged you don't want to just be content um and I think I mean actually I was reading this book um it wasn't particularly highbrow but it's it was it was good good nonetheless <laughs> sounds it, like my kind of read <laughs> it was called enter title here and it's basically a commentary on this overachiever in high school who cheats so that she can achieve good grades right and mm. it's so interesting because you can see her going you know i'm not happy at the moment but as soon as i get this grade in as soon as i get this place at stanford i'm going to be happy and then I don't have to worry anymore and I don't have to be stressed anymore. And that's really, that's that's just really interesting in itself. You know, yeah. I think a lot of the time, some well, 
it, obviously it depends, but from things that I've read about, about perfectionists, especially clinical perfectionists, um, you will see, you think that as soon as you get there, you're going to be happy and then you're not. Did you yeah. ever get the place at Stanford out of interest? I can't say that because then I'll spoil the book. Oh, I'm sorry. Come on, you need to read it. <laughs> Spoil it, Ruby. Spoil, Spoil it. it. <laughs> Cover your ears if you... <laughs> Should I actually say? Or... Well, I'm just intrigued because obviously if she got this place at this university, mm. surely you then have to deal with the whole... Do you Stressing. continue cheating to even be able to like maintain that yeah. perfectionism, you know? Yeah, I'd be intrigued to know, but you can tell me after. (laughs) Shall I say now? Okay, how about instead you just announce it by either nodding or shaking your head, and we will give our live reactions. We'll know, but you won't. Okay, three, two, one. Oh, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good thing we're not... Oh, no way. Like, Ooh, could go both ways, you, you know, yeah. that could be either. Good thing we're not striving for perfection in our acting Acting's abilities. Good. <laughs> That's good. Just as well, yeah. we've, that boat has sailed. Yeah. The perfect <laughs> podcast. It's great alliteration. Sorry, yeah. just think out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you guys think that you can let this perfectionistic mindset go? Because well, obviously it's thought, so crippling in some ways. Yeah, even I both said we thought we had let it go, and now I'm suddenly thinking maybe I just yeah, it's have taken it in other, other aspects. Yeah, it's taken mm. other forms, definitely. I think for me, it kind of just reached... I mean, Jack was saying earlier, I think he's put it the best, is that perfectionism is kind of unsustainable. Yeah. And because it's unsustainable, you're always going to reach a point, a breaking point, where you think... I can't do this anymore because something else in my life is suffering because of the perfectionism. That sounds super dramatic. I don't mean to be dramatic in that sense, (laughs) but like if you're working really, really hard to give a specific example of university and that means you're either not seeing your friends or you're not playing a musical instrument that makes you really happy, then you suffer in your other aspects of life. So I think (laughs) this is a bit doomsday, but you will reach a point where you realize I can't do it anymore. We're saying that perfectionism is all bad at the moment, but I think it's it's important to note that whilst, especially in the last few years, as we've begun to talk about perfectionism more, it's actually seen as quite negative in a lot of the studies mm. and articles which are actually written about it at the moment. Um, I don't think it's a wholly bad thing. I think because it we shows don't have to be exactly, absolutely. I think. It's, it's yeah it's important to it's important to care about the things you're doing and it's important to sustain ambition but I think the danger is is when you kind of associate yourself too much personally and internally with mm. this idea of perfection and you fixate yourself on the idea that you can definitely achieve it yeah um but being slightly perfectionistic I think is actually yeah definitely a good thing that's what i meant don't fixate okay (laughs) don't fixate yourself on one thing allow yourself to do many things i think it's uh, just it's allow it's when you start to view things as failures mini failures if they're not perfect i think that is when it's quite a negative thing but i think the underlying tone of perfectionism is you know just that you care about things and you want them to go well which is why i think perfectionism even is a thing so i suppose it's just you know liberating yourself from those internal pressures for everything to go exactly as you want them to and just yeah but i part of me thinks and i don't know how deep this is but i just think we need a new term for it because i think that perfectionism is that in in the very uh, act of calling it perfectionism you establish this like precedent of perfect 
which we've already spoken about and, and established that it, it doesn't exist. And even the in, even in the things that we're told are perfect, like these doctored images, they in reality they aren't. They don't look like that. Um, so when you go to these places, you see it for real, and it's it isn't exactly what you saw in that photograph. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing. I think that the the wording by saying or the construction of that word saying perfectionism mm-hmm. makes it sound like you want 100% and you want it to be perfect but we're saying that doesn't exist so is there not I think we need almost a new term that's quite ironic for, actually isn't mm. it it's silly it's like I feel like we need a new term for something that is yeah you're striving to be the best you can be which isn't necessarily this weird notion of perfect it's just you are striving for success but in an almost obsessive way because that is what it is it's, it's, it's striving for success in an obsessive way and I think we fixate ourselves on the idea of perfect because it's inherent in the term or it's like innate so I think we need to almost forget that and establish some kind of new word. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but that's my <laughs> new find mission. Find it now, come on. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not starting like a brainstorming sesh here, but I just mean... Link down you know. below is Jack's <laughs> yeah. entry to the Oxford Dictionary. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that... <laughs> Tweet us if you have an yeah, idea. The term perfectionism is, you know, it's, it's, it's wrong. It's, it's inherently incorrect and it doesn't... Yeah. It doesn't that I think that the term perfectionism sets you up for a fall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's so interesting. It's so interesting that we all strive for this one ideal and the ideal itself is fake. Like yeah. you can't you, you can't can never get win. there. You can never win. It's such a toxic yeah. relationship. And then redefining the idea of perfect. That's quite a kind of personally redefining it is quite important. I almost worry though that we can't redefine perfect because because it's always going to be above us. And it's I, in our consciousness already. Because I think it. we think of perfect in, in the same sense of like bliss and like mm. this like heavenly idea almost of like that is perfection and that is a place where mm. everything goes exactly as it should. But how should everything go, you know? So yeah. it's, it, it's not, it's, it doesn't exist. It's not a thing. I think it's um, just like emphasizing to yourself that like you are enough right now. And that it's not like, you can't, you, I think everyone always tries to strive for something and they, they never feel kind of happy with this moment. Like this yeah. moment is not perfect right now. And so I think it's just kind of reminding yourself that like you're doing enough, whatever you're doing, you know, you're doing it well. Um, as long as you're putting effort in, it might not feel perfect, yeah. but that's absolutely okay. We can also yeah. romanticize things that happened previously. I can remember oh, yeah. like nights of my life where I've thought that was a perfect night yeah. or that holiday, that holiday was perfect, you know? And, it, and you, if you, you actually- You've into glasses, don't Yeah, you? and if yeah. you don't, if you- But not every moment of the holiday Imagine breaking it down minute by minute <laughs> exactly. and thinking that bit wasn't what I would deem perfect. But then, and again, what is perfect? So it's, I just think it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a non-existent construct that both, you know, or, or the media, social media, um, academics, like, so the education system create this idea of perfection, but we also create it ourselves. Um, and that is, yeah, like you said, the rose-tinted glasses thing. Um, it's a permanent fixture of rose-tinted glasses that you can never quite reach. So to finish, we just want to tell you each of our additions to the Wooden Spoon playlist, which you can find linked in the show notes. Um, so do take a look at the songs afterwards if you'd like to. Jade, what's your So song? mine is Lonely Lullabies by Kwaku Collins. I think that's how you say it. Mine is High Five by Seagrid. Mine is Yosemite by Travis Scott. And mine is Juliet's Dream by Abel Korzenyowski. For this week's productivity tip, we want to encourage you to 
write a list of things that you appreciate and things that you have accomplished as opposed to just things that you haven't yet accomplished because it's really easy for us to get bogged down with those things and then think that we are further from perfection uh, and that's really damaging as we've seen. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think it's so easy to only focus on the things that you've you've yet to complete, the things you want to do and not focus on all the amazing things that you've already done and all those things that you've already achieved. Yeah, be grateful for those things as well. Agreed. Perfectly put. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. Um, Next week, we are filming filming no we're not filming Record. we are recording it takes a lot of getting used to uh we're recording a very exciting location which we are excited to share with you but you're gonna have to wait and see top secret yeah we'll see you soon bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs>so much for listening to this week's podcast episode we really hope that you enjoyed it and that you found the conversation stimulating I definitely did Uh, I found it so interesting that Eve had never considered herself a perfectionist and yet through this discussion you know during this discussion she realized that she had some perfectionistic tendencies given that this was the case with Eve I just wonder whether any of you have realize through listening to this podcast episode that you have any perfectionistic tendencies of your own if anything does come to mind then do let us know in the reviews because we'd we'd really love to know so if you did enjoy listening to this episode we would absolutely love it and would be eternally grateful to you if you would rate review and subscribe to the wooden spoon so i guess that all that is left to say is thank you again and we will see you soon (laughs) Do 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 do